Hello and welcome back to the Double F Digestive. It's been a long while, but we are ready to talk F1. Guys, have you caught your breath after that epic uh, Sunday? Just about, yeah, just about. I had to, had to really sit down after that one, take it all <laughs> in, and then and then turn on England now, Benio, and get bored of that really quite quickly by comparison. Because it, it was, it was that was that was blockbuster Formula One that race. Yeah. In terms of it's yeah, it's just it's great to see a tighter a tighter pack. It's so good. Duels going on at the front of the front of the field. Over to to Red Bull fanboy. Are you are you hurting, Paul? Heartbroken. Absolutely heartbroken. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll talk about it more in depth, but there's definitely um there's definitely some good things we can take out of today. Yeah. Well, that's what Max said in his post post race interview, I think. Red Bull speechwriter Paul Answer. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe there. exactly. Uh, maybe you've got a job. Maybe you wrote his his post uh, race interview. Who knows? Okay, so before we go more in depth into the race, um, let's just talk a little bit about qualifying and perhaps what we were hoping for or predicting. Uh, come Sunday. I was really happy actually with qualifying. I mean, obviously pole for for Max, which was which was great. Disappointment on um, the other side of the garage for Sergio. Um, I kind of think it was it was a massive gamble to start the race on on the mediums. Um, well, sorry, in terms of um, like pushing through on Q two, um, especially after messing up. I think that was a massive gamble. So obviously yeah. you want to start the race on on the worst tire, which is the softs, but. Especially considering, you know, he hadn't had, um, you know, massive time getting getting up to speed with the car. I think that they should have just let him get through Q2 and make sure that he had good track position. As you know, we know Perez is a very strong driver, especially um, with his tire management. So I feel like if if you have him in the fight, um, which I think I'll also talk about um, more later, then this race outcome looks very different. But yeah, there's disappointing qualification from him. Um, mm. And... I was interested to see the the four tenths gap from from Max to Lewis, and then also a bigger gap back from Lewis to to Bottas. So, you know, Bahrain traditionally is not one of Red Bull's best circuits. The car doesn't go around very well there because you know there's there's quite a few long straights, and it's it's a very engine reliant track, and the Honda power unit hasn't hasn't been the best. Um, so, I was really really impressed, and I think that that bodes well for the rest of the season. Great, Matt. What was your qualifying take? Yeah, it was it was interesting that um, I think sort of science uh, in terms of the Ferrari qualification um, actually put in a very decent show, um, but mm. um, Q two more than Q three, Q two more than Q three, um, mm. and you it sort of it, it, it generally it just set the scene for what this season is going to be hugely entertaining. It was just four months ago, uh, Bahrain. Again, where I think I think the gap was also 0.41 seconds, but this time between Lewis and Max, um, and well, it's it's the other way around basically. So so 0.8 seconds swing over over the winter, which 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 you know is is, is a great carry on. Um, yeah. From from what we had last season, where all the talk was about we want a, a more even competitive field, and the qualifying definitely set the stage for that, and also you know 
teased out how exciting some teams this could, this season could be, um, such as Alfa Tauri. Yeah, I was about to... to... Who, who split, split Verstappen and Hamilton in Q1. Yeah. It was, it was a, it, the fairy tale sort of ended with that scrappy Q2, but... Um, well, Ga- yeah, Gaz. Yeah, but yeah, Gasly, exactly. yes, Gasly. Gasly lined up fifth. Yeah, you're, you're, I think you're right about their pace. They're definitely a, a, a team to look out for, for sure. Um, I'm personally buzzing about Ferrari, not, you know, setting the world alight, but they're much better, aren't they, than, than last year. Um, I think some good signs there and the start of this signs Leclerc rivalry, which is, uh, I think, so exciting. It was, it was also... Wonderful to see Fernando Alonso, as always, hauling his car into Q3. Yeah. Giving it his all. This is a great, great drive from him. Badly affected, badly affected by those spins, wasn't he? Uh, by, was, that, was that Ocon who's badly affected? Ocon claimed to be. I can't remember. As, as I think it was Vettel. Yeah, more Vettel, maybe. Yeah. But I'm actually, apparently, what was interesting with Vettel was obviously he, he had to take the penalty, but um, I saw a post saying if, if they'd, someone went through the, the mini sectors of his lap, and apparently he actually set. Um, personal best everywhere else except for when there was those those yellow flags so he probably would have made it to at least q2 really? okay okay yeah fair enough right um Sorry, and uh you know we'll get onto the race but uh mazapin just uh he kept on maza spinning didn't he and in, in, uh, <laughs> I, I, I had to go there first i, I apologize but he, he it's all right he he was complaining about lack of control i, th- I think Losing the rear and stuff. He had, he had, he, he, had, he suffered from lack of gentlemanly conduct. <laughs> I mean, F1 fans around the world are probably cheering. Not probably, probably they definitely are. Like, Any time he comes on, you yeah. just see the Sky pundits just kind of wince. They all absolutely hate him. Yeah, frothing at the mouth, getting ready to just. But to give him the benefit him. of the doubt, I think that car is very difficult to drive. Like even Mick struggled with it quite a few corners. Um, but to, to mm, spin yeah, twice and, and turn end of turn one, especially what he did, like he in his in his push lap, he um, went he, he overtook a couple cars in the queue, which is just kind of like you don't do that. That was um, yeah, and then to just, then it's, it's yeah, not the dumb to thing. spin and ruin everyone else's lap is just pretty pretty bad. So he's yeah, not making any friends in the paddock. De- yeah, definitely making it much worse than it already was, and I think it was pretty. Pretty bad <laughs> already. I, I think he's one of the most hated uh, sort of athletes in sport. I, I, and he's only done yeah, one race. I, I can't <laughs> think of anyone who's so just unanimously hated by the fans, by his uh, you know rivals, teammates uh, in mm. the paddock. Well, I don't know. It's going to be a rough old year for him, but I don't think he'll care. He's 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 racing in F one. No, not one bit. Not yeah, one. yeah. <laughs> no, not cool. um, Any other talking points from qualifying that we want to bring bring up, and uh, you know, before we get stuck in on on this race? Well, I guess off testing and qualifying, just sort of um, racing point or stroke Aston Martin. How how this season's been maybe a bit of a step down for them, or they haven't they haven't really stepped up to the next level that they mm. wanted to. Um, and that that was to do with that rule change. There was low. Uh, what was it, low rate yeah, I just cars. think philosophically they've they've been hurt more from a, a design standpoint. Like they've they've really struggled to get back the um, downforce they've lost from the from the floor cuts. Um, so I think this is going to be very yeah. tough for them. But I kind of think that they'll take the Haas approach and just kind of throw all their development um, at the the 2022 car because I think this is kind of a lost year. I think 
they just want to get Vettel comfortable. They, I don't know what they're seeing. We'll talk about this later as well. But they, <laughs> they clearly think he still has something in the tank. I'm really not sure about that. But yeah, I think they're, they're fully invested into next year. I think this year is just, yeah, let's just have some fun and, and get comfortable with the setup in the team. I think we'll get on, we will get on to, to Vettel later and, and discuss how mm. much he has left in the tank. But uh, you're right that some teams are looking ahead uh, to next year already. What about the the Williams? Uh, any, I think they are the forgotten team almost consistently. Uh, George Russell not making it into Drive to Survive, an example. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, they look certainly better than than last year. Yeah, it's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> but again, the, the whole the whole sort of one track design yeah. philosophy. It's a risky one. We'll see how this that one plays out. Yeah. What is the design that do you know that they're specifically targeting? Is it those um, sorts of tracks? I can't. I can't remember. No, I think. I think they're they're, they're trying to be no, better at not. tracks where you need a bit more downforce. I think. Um. So okay. yeah, probably more like your your Hungara rings. Um. Tracks like that. They hope to okay. be a little bit quicker. Quicker around. Just trying to optimize their chances of getting those sort of four or five points. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and finally, no mention of McLaren yet. Just quickly, um, both of them looking strong. Ricard- Daniel Ricciardo in qualifying, keeping up his record. I yeah. think he's never been out qualified by a teammate, has he? Yeah, that's pretty strong. Uh, I, in Bahrain, definitely. Yeah, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, I think he's settling in pretty fast. We'll, we'll see. And Alfa Romeo are looking quietly, quietly pretty decent. Yeah, for... they are looking solid. Yeah, they're super both, solid. Yeah. Super solid yeah. package. I think also with that team, both drivers, you know, they both know each other very well. They know the team. You know, everyone kind of has their expectations really tempered. It's, I think it's actually probably one of the, the most fun environments in Formula One, that team. Like, mm. Yeah. If I had to pick somewhere to work and just have a chill time, probably Alpha. Old man Kimmy and the only Italian. Yeah. <laughs> and it's lights out and away we go. And it's Max Verstappen against Lewis Hamilton. They both got away quite easy. Right, on to race day. And what turned out to be an incredibly exciting start to the season. And if we've been given that, wow, I can't I can't wait to see what's in store. So tight at the top. Paul, can you can you give us a little recap? Yeah, so I mean things got kicked off pretty early on the excitement chart when um Perez had a failure um on the formation lap. So he had to start from the pit lane, which was extremely disappointing from the Red Bull perspective, as you know, as I said earlier, it was disappointing that he was eleventh in qualifying. But you know, even from there on the medium tire, you thought, okay, if he can start coming through the field pretty early, get a good start, you know, maybe he's P seven by by turn four. Um, that that puts them in pretty decent contention to to go long into the Grand Prix and at least get in um, you know the pit window of the Mercedes and give them something to think about. Mm. Um, but him starting twentieth, you know, really could tell that early, um, and that left Max up top alone against both Mercedes cars, um, which which gave us the result that we we got in the end. Um, mm. But it was it was a relatively clean start. I actually thought that you know that oh, well there was a safety car, but I thought there'd be a safety car more from collisions. You got two rookies at the back. Um, in in Schumacher and Mazepin, <laughs> Mazepin spun of his own of his own fault. But I, I really thought there'd be um, a big calamity at the start of the race. So it's quite quite good to see that everyone kind of kept it pretty clean and tidy. Yeah, Matt, take us through any battles that stood out, anything that caught your eye. Um, there there, there, there were some. I mean, um, Yuki Tsunoda mm. <clears throat> had some really sort of made some brilliantly daring moves. I think is in there slogging it out with Alonso 
and Vettel for a while. Um, he finished finished ninth in the end, but um, I think he really is that exciting a driver. Yeah, yeah, he looks quick, especially after Gasly going out quite early with that with front wing issues. Mm. Um, you know, he he scored some really solid points for the team, and and I think Gasly's got a little bit of a fight on his hands. Like in Q two, he was 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 second in Q two. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think he's yeah, he's, he looks a real racy guy. He's, he's properly maturing as a driver, definitely. He, he does look fearless um, as well, but also composed. Uh, he there was one mm. overtake where he was just he seemed so cool and he handled it perfectly. Yeah, I think he's got yeah. he's got a bright future for sure. I guess, but I guess in the in the middle portion of the race, we're talking about if we're talking about the top end of the field, the main the main things that happen with with strategy effectively between mm. Mercedes and Red Bull. The, who 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 jumps first? Yeah, it was a Mercedes went for it with the undercut. Exactly, it was a consistent sort of switch of who was leading, um, mm. and yeah, it sort of kept on changing hands. Really, um, Paul, do you think Red Bull got it wrong? Maybe it's difficult to say that they got it wrong. I mean, they 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 played the hand they were they were dealt, and I think that that that's the issue. Like they they didn't do anything wrong, but. It's just frustrating because if Perez is is there and he's you know making um, making Mercedes have to double think about what they're doing, then you know you don't get forced into that kind of situation. But I think it was an incredible call from Mercedes to pit Lewis early. You know I think they'd seen from a couple of the other teams. I think Alonso um, had a, a very early very undercut early. and he yeah. got a head of stroll. So I think the undercut was really powerful on this track and I think track position was quite important. It was actually difficult to overtake, um, which is not normally in, in Bahrain. But I think maybe we'll see with the cars this year that you know the dirty air is actually more um, impactful than, than maybe we previously thought. Um, but, you know, I, especially with the Mercedes, like towards the end of the race, I think it's, it's, it's difficult to say Rebel made the wrong call because Max clearly was quicker um, at the end. And obviously you have lapped cars in the way and things like that. Mm. So there's, there's numerous factors into, into why he didn't catch Lewis. But once he did get to him, um, you know, uh, uh, it's, it's it's a bit difficult to understand because you know throughout the whole race, everyone was 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 taking absolute it was um, going wide. Yeah, just taking doing liberties they on that. Yeah. Exactly, taking liberties on that on that time. Yeah. So everyone was going off, and he had four wheels off. But supposedly, Michael Massey said before the race that you know if if you overtake in that in that area and it's off the track, then you have to hand the position back. Um, I'm not sure that the drivers knew that. Um, I think Lewis asked his, his his engineer whether yeah he, he said, he said that, was that, that wasn't case. even a thing exactly um, and Lewis had done that I mean seven eight times more than that like pretty mm-hmm. much every lap I saw yeah Hamilton was out yeah there. so I think there were some issues with the consistency um, but I can understand the decision but as I said it's just it's a bit difficult to take from Red Bull's perspective mm-hmm. but yeah they did they, they they played the hand they were dealt um, Max himself did make a mistake. Um, I don't know. I that I, I think I think one right at the end after, yeah. after he gave back the place, but that that was yeah. probably it. Do you, do you think he gave back the place too early? Was there was there a case of that? I think he, I think team orders. He lost time. You, you sort of, I think team orders. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. I think I think it's obviously in hindsight you're like, okay, could you've waited another another two turns, but then you're at risk of of race control saying you haven't handed the place back. Here's your five second penalty. Mm. Um, you know, he says that he thinks if if he was able to go and push, then you know he could have. Um, he could have built that that gap. I guess we'll never know, um, but it, it bodes well for the rest of the season. But no, I, I don't think Red Bull got it wrong per se. But um, it was just it was just a tough one. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to see, see um, hear what you guys think about the whole thing with Hamilton's tires in that after that in that middle 
was that, that after that first pit where they just didn't last him? They didn't last him. Yeah, he came in. I think it was after like sixteen laps or something. I'm, I'm yeah. not entirely sure. Um, yeah, was, I think sixteen or eighteen. I'm not. I'm not too sure either. But do you think Mercedes just haven't fully understood how how, how these how these new tires work or? Potentially so. I mean, um, they looked pretty quick on the mediums in, in, in Q2. They were both quicker than um, than the Red Bulls. Um, so I think they were pretty comfortable on them in general. But, you know, in longer stints, I, the thing is, no one has, especially with um, how they've changed the practice sessions now to just an hour, no one really has great data anymore on, on how they're running on tires. Mm-hmm. You know, they probably do just a couple runs each session, I think. On the on FP two, that's when they everyone was testing out the mediums and FP three people, a couple of people ran the hearts. So I don't think all the teams quite understood how the tire wear was looking, um, and that's once again where your teammates really important. So I think that Red Bull got good information from Perez on how the hards are working on their car, but from the Mercedes perspective, I think Lewis and Bottas being kind of on similarish strategies at the time, and obviously that changed quite a lot through through the race. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that um, you know that didn't really give them many options so i think i think yeah as i said they did the right thing and you know they won so um no one can complain yeah um matt you mentioned something uh, earlier about potentially red bull being the ones who were complaining uh, about lewis taking that wide uh you know that that much space at that turn do you think that that's, yeah. got, that's come back to bite them? Is that what you think? Yeah, they're, they're sort of they've they've double dutched themselves. Maybe I mean it, it's very it's very sort of Christian Horner, but not necessarily him. Any any race, any any team principal, but mm. I, I'm pretty sure that it was Red Bull who complained about Hamilton going wide earlier. And no, they can they complain about race I, control. I don't think that's the point though. I, th- I think that the, the issue there is 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 the overtaking outside the like. I think it, regardless, that would have been the case. Right. So even if yeah. you're allowed to drive there, I think they would consider that you gaining advantage off the track so okay yeah i, I don't well, i guess even, even i mean at the end of the day the ambiguity is the big issue exactly exactly mm. um yeah they, they were saying it the whole weekend yeah and i guess we, we should probably applaud um the defensive driving so from, that's what from... yeah i was gonna say um now on to, to it was good defending but he was also a little bit lucky i think because he had giovanazzi on the right hand side so there were just that's true really much, yeah, yeah there yeah, wasn't really definitely. much track so a part of the argument also for Max is like, where do you want him to go? And he goes into that corner ahead of Lewis, but Lewis obviously has the inside race line. Um, so, I mean, I don't know, you could call it great defence, but I, I don't know, I think it's a little lucky. Mm, uh, he, a little mm. bit of luck always plays a part, but uh, he certainly, I think, manages tyres, as he always does. Um, oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. Not denying that. Um, yeah. And, and how about this? How about this question of is is the Mercedes the slower car? It's slower. I think I think it's clearly slower um, over a lap, and and I don't know. I think we'll see that um, in in Imola because this is, as I said, it's a it's a pretty bad track for the yeah. Red Bull. Yeah. You know, it's it's a power it's a power unit track. I think the Mercedes engine is still better. I think that was clear early on in the race because I think the first ten laps. Um, Max was building a, a gap. I think it was kind of staying from 1.5 to kind of 2.1 seconds, so he was keeping around the DRS range. But it was pretty clear Lewis was always clawing back a couple tenths, two to three tenths on on the straights because yeah, I think I think they're still quicker on the straight. I think their top line speed is still quicker than the Red Bull. Um, and Verstappen was even saying that in his in his post race interviews. So while it's a slower car, I think this track definitely suited it more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it'll be interesting to see what, what the gap is like um, at, at other circuits. Very interesting. Um, so I'm going to hit you guys with a little bit of 
a, a trivia question, a test your knowledge. Um, and this will kind of help us segue a little into the second part of the show, uh, where we'll look ahead a bit and preview the season that's hopefully a super exciting one. So Lewis Hamilton, or Sir Lewis, he broke a record today. You know, he broke uh, Schumacher's record for laps Mm -hmm. led. And I believe he finished the race leading, I think his total number went up to 5,126 laps. But the record was uh, 5,111. So damn, I was hoping that would be the question. Do, what was the record? Do, do you guys know who is third on that list? Who is third? Ooh. I'm going to go with like Sebastian Vettel. Matt, what do you think? I don't know. Probably, probably horribly wrong. They had a pretty Some, good someone with the staying list. power of Schumacher though, or of, of that level. I have no idea. I can't make an educated guess. I'm not sure. Vettel's my educated guess. I have no idea. Okay, so I feel like it's on pre 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 shoomy maybe. Pre shoomy. Um potentially. I'm not sure. It's all sort of of that era. Position the fourth position is pre shoomy, I'll say that. But okay. third is I just think Is it Vettel? Yes. Paul, you're you're, you're bang on, yeah, yeah. Hey, well done. It's Vettel. He's uh, he's a little further down with um Three thousand four hundred and ninety-five. Yeah. Oh, wow. Four, four straight, difference. four straight titles. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Probably, yeah. probably a lot of laps led. Lots of laps led um, then, but it, you're right, Matt. It's a decent tread of Ferrari as well. It's a huge, it's a huge um, drop. Who's in? Who's in? Who's in fourth? It is the great Ayrton Senna. Um, thought so. Yeah, that was that was going to be my guess, but I just thought a bit of a bit of a premature end to a career. So mm, sadly, yeah. And and case, what yeah. about this? Another little. I imagine you guys will get this, perhaps. Um, the next driver who's on the current uh, grid, who who's that? And I'll say he's he's in ninth. In ninth? Fernando Alonso? Yeah. In, in yeah, ninth yeah, position, Fernando Alonso is. Oh, right, in terms of laps. Yeah, 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 sorry. Entiendo. What the hell is he doing? Fine, God, fine. So good. So, I mean, on the subject of Seb Vettel, we, yeah. we mentioned him uh, previously. Finished. He's finished, Paul. Why, why is finished. that? <laughs> so this really, this really goes back two years. Like, let's, let's, let's even just look at the 2019 season. Um, Charles Leclerc comes into the team. You know, that's Sebastian Vettel's team. This is a new kid on mm-hmm. the block, obviously. You know, um, I think even 2018 is when the meltdown started. The second half of that season, where you know they had a car that was, you know, I'd say. Even maybe what we kind of have now with Red Bull and Mercedes, you know, maybe the Ferrari is a little bit better, um, but it's very track dependent. Um, and he he lost that he lost that title, and I think that kind of affected him. And and Leclerc comes in, beats him twenty nineteen, beats him twenty twenty, slaps him up twenty twenty. It's a beat down. It was pretty bad. Mm. Um, and he just looks like he's lost so much confidence. And you know, when you're when you're down bad, you're down bad, and like <laughs> every possible thing that can go wrong goes wrong. Um, yeah, like the penalty that he had, just like when he hit Ocon, and he, yeah, like um, it's just not going his way. And you know, yeah. do I think he can turn it around? I think you obviously owe him that respect due to his track record to give him the chance to do that. But if I was a betting man, I I wouldn't I wouldn't expect um, 
anything special from him going forward. Yeah, Stroll, Stroll is the better driver right now. Vettel, Vettel's, Vettel's the wow. Formula One equivalent of Mourinho, I reckon. It, well, one, once a great, <laughs> not, so, not so much the case anymore. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, um, it, it, I mean, it, just in terms of sort of, if we're, if we're looking away, sort of stories away from the podium, um, it's, a, it's a great start for the season for McLaren, the fourth, fourth and the seventh. It was. Oh, Lando yeah. had a really good drive. Lando was really, really yeah, he's brilliant. Really impressed with him, especially he got he got ahead of Daniel pretty quickly hmm. um, in, in in the first few the first few laps. Um, and I think also that that's the kind of thing you, you saw throughout their ages. People that have been in their teams and know the car generally were quicker. Like Charles was was a lot quicker than Carlos um, mm-hmm. this race. But I mean, in terms of trying to understand their ceiling going forward, I think it's it's pretty difficult because. Um, they look like they have pace in the car, but I don't know. I, I, I was a bit surprised with qualifying. You know, maybe, maybe they'll do better on different circuits, but, you know, they have a Mercedes engine. Um, and, you know, obviously that would have helped them with the, with the long straights on, on this track. Um, so we'll see what they're like on the kind of higher downforce tracks. But um, definitely, I don't think you can count out Alfa Tauri and especially Ferrari. Yeah. And I guess ferrari as well have a have, have a decent block a very decent block to build on after this race with a, with a sixth and an eighth from leclerc and science very much yeah. so yeah mm. metal and ferrari finishes p12 today 100 <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the thing about vettel with that uh incident with ocon what what struck me was he he seemed to suggest that it was you know not wholly his fault and that Ocon changed lines but if you look at the footage it I didn't think oh it's complete completely Vettel's fault yeah to to, to, to be to be fair to Seb I actually Ocon Ocon did move a little bit under braking but yeah I think so I think so he he moves a little he moves a little bit to the left and that's why he catches his front right but I think that um yeah it's definitely Seb's fault eagle-eyed Cool. Oh, yeah. It was uh, Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo just after the points. I think there was eleventh and twelfth. But it was a very, again, a very solid race from both of those drivers. Yeah, they they both just enjoy their time out there. It's like yeah, they, yeah. they look like they're, they're, just, they're both just doing it. They're, they're just there for the fun. <laughs> they're just there for fun. They just enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. I guess yeah, Perez. Even though despite all the mishaps, I think just. He yeah, did, great he did, race. he did do brilliantly to rise. Yeah, to, he showed just why. But well, I mean, realistically, that's that's an Alex Albon special. So that's <laughs> right. Great. So just to cap off uh, race talk uh, before we go and look ahead, uh, I want your driver of the days, please, and also team of the day. So the constructors, Matt, you go first. Driver of the day, um, I'm an, I'm inclined to say uh, Lando Norris. I think I think mm. I think he had an excellent race. I agree. I thought it was. Superb. Paul, over to you. Driver of the day, I'm going to go Lewis Hamilton. I thought he drove an outstanding race, didn't make a single mistake. Um, and actually, no, he did make a mistake. He locked yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> he did lock up at one point. <laughs> yeah, um, when he got hairy. That, yeah, exactly. Other than that, it was flawless drive from him. No, generally really impressive. Um, to yeah. extend that stint, finish on those tyres, I think was great. And he had such good pace on his on his outlap after he pitted. Like, um, yeah, he, he made up so much time. Absolutely. And then team of the day, I'm also going to go with Mercedes. I think they made great strategic calls. Um, a lot of people are questioning why they pitted Bottas um, and it was a when they did. Hit. But I mean, Bottas kind of had that, that issue that Max was having last year. Like 
when you're in third place and you have a 20 second gap to second and there's another five second gap just to first up what do you do yeah you're you're out of the race you've got got a big buffer exactly so he he was out of it so you know they just pitted him um make sure he preserves his tires you know if an opportunity arises such that there is a max scrap he's there to, to clean up um but yeah he got fastest lap of the race which i'm sure he'll be happy with yeah, I'll, I'll agree yeah. with you on the team of the day as well, Paul. I think Mercedes take the cake. Okay, despite that horror 10-second pit stop. Yeah, it's, yeah I mean, I meaningless. The, the, the strategy works. Oh, I mean, admittedly, with some luck, but they, 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 they threw their chips in and they, they got their reward. Yeah, fair enough. I'll, 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 I'll side and say Norris. I thought he was just so solid throughout. Um, and I'll yeah. also go McLaren because I thought they, just, they, they do look impressive. Um, they they look like they'll come out on top of that midfield. I think Perez Perez was didn't he win the driver of the day? Did yeah, have... to be fair, he he did really well to claw back. Um, I think it was a bit of a pity vote, if I'm being honest. Yeah, <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally he's got to he's got to win it. <laughs> but no, you know, he drove well. He drove well. He got the moves done first time of asking pretty much every single time. Um, yeah, scored yeah. solid points for the team. He has been put under immense pressure by Max Verstappen and Red Bull here tonight. Sir Lewis Hamilton, as he is now, crosses the line and wins the Bahrain Grand Prix. Now, a little look ahead to the upcoming races and the year as a whole. Um, It does seem, from what we've seen today, that it's going to be a two-horse race, Um, not only between Mercedes and Red Bull, but also between Max and, and Sir Lewis. But... I mean, it looks much more promising in terms of as a spectacle, you know, more excitement. If we have races like that, where it goes down to the wire, goes down to the last lap, it's going to be a great year. Do you think this is Max's year or do you think Lewis is going for that eighth? He's powering home. I think it's too, I think it's too early to say. I'm, 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 I'm very happy to sit on the fence and hedge my bets here. <laughs> okay, keeping your cards close to the chest. Yeah. Nice. Paul, what do you think? Do you think it's, you know, I mean, it's Max's best chance, isn't it? This is definitely the best chance he's had. Um, And uh, whilst I want to say it's too early to say, this this is pretty much Red Bull's worst circuit of of the year. Like, um, nothing ever good happens in Bahrain. For example, last year was the first time you have two Red Bull cars on the podium um, there for ages. So... Mm. Especially in the turbo hybrid era, it's been it's been really really poor. So I think I think we'll know more in Imola and Portimao. Um, and by the time we get to Barcelona, I think we'll have a good understanding of of truly where the cars are. But um, I think he can do it. But you know, just as equally, Lewis can do it. Um, I really don't see a, a challenge from Valtteri. I was quite disappointed with um, him in qualifying. He was just very mm. very off the pace. Lewis was extracting a lot more out of the car. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I so I definitely agree that it's it's just those two guys. And this is meant to be a selfish season, as he's put it, but I, mm. I don't I don't see it happening. Yeah, yeah. Well, arguably, um, arguably, this isn't one of his best tracks. So we'll, we'll see mm. when we get to the to the street circuits if he's able to put up a better fight. But um, I, I I want to say that I, that I think Max will win it, but after today, and you just see the way things go, sometimes you're like, gosh, this guy. Like, obviously, he's incredibly you know talented and. I, maybe the best driver on the grid if yeah one or two whatever but um things just seem to go his way like you make your own luck maybe also but um yeah, we'll see we'll see we'll see mm. i mean speaking of street circuits i'm I, I mean if we're just talking about circuits this season i'm really looking forward to the Jeddah one the Jeddah street circuit the saudi arabian 
Grand Prix. Yeah, it looks really um, good. It's, it's, the meant to, it's meant to be the fastest street track we're ever going to see. Yeah, with, um, but it's... average speeds of like 160 miles an hour, which is unreal. Wow, the track is so thin, though. It's it's, yeah, wide. it's really long. I, th- I think it's I think it's only shorter than Spa. Yeah, but it's in like the, wow. in terms of car widths, like you'll, you'll struggle to get. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that is always the caveat with street circuits. We we so need a fat street circuit. We need we need like an American circuit. street race. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to a NASCAR ring. Let everyone yeah. just decide. Take everyone back, is... back to Indianapolis. I think yeah. F one is is growing in in America, and I believe there are certainly some cities that have. Put yeah, when was, when was the last, yeah, when was the last American GP? It well, was in Texas. Okay. They're, they're racing there this year. Oh, they um, are. Okay, okay. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. They didn't do it last year, but yeah, they'll be back. So, Jed, is what you're looking forward to, Matt? Absolutely, or, yeah. Paul, do you have a, a circuit in, in mind that you're licking your lips for? I have two. One of the new ones? I have Ooh. two. I absolutely... Well, not so much, actually. I've really missed Monaco, just I yeah, love watching qualifying at Monaco. I it's think iconic. It, yeah, it's iconic. It's it's that track to me that the drivers are purely on the edge. It's a very qualifying track. Um and track yeah. positions so 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 important. Um so definitely looking forward to that. And I really love Baku. I really love Baku. Um Yeah. It's mm. yeah, it, it always provides good racing, I think. Um and hopefully Bottas can do quite well circuits. on that circuit. Yeah, exactly. Um cool. Sad to see France return, though. Um, I think that that's a very, very boring circuit. Is that um, the what's it, what's the name? Um, like Jean, I, I might be completely wrong. What's it called? Do we know the name? Jean Philippe Gabamin. The is the, it? The yeah, is it Jean Philippe? No, no, no. He's a, he's a, <laughs> a Fulham player. Oh, he's a. <laughs> <laughs> You got me there. Paul, Paul Ricard. Oh, Paul, Paul Ricard. Paul Richard. Richard or Ricard. Ricard. Oh, I got that horribly wrong. Yeah, what did I say? Jean. Jean Paul. Jean Paul <laughs> Gautier. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! So we've uh, spoken a little bit about the the race for the title. Uh, looking a bit further down the pecking order. Maybe let's flip it on its head and look. Uh, who's who's going to finish last, Haas or or Williams? Probably Haas. I don't think I don't think you have to ask. Yeah, Haas, <laughs> definitely. If if you both get zero points, like how do they? Who finishes last? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It goes out in order. Then I think that's their best shot. Um, yeah, but no, their, their car looks atrocious. Um, I both drivers rookies. Mazda spinners useless. Yeah, um, Mick Schumacher. I think it's very difficult to, to judge him this race. Like, yeah, he just drive them back, drove pretty safely, cautiously. Yeah, Formula Two um, champion. So yeah, finished the race, did some yeah. decent stuff. He was, but he didn't. I don't think he won the most races in Formula in F two that year. But just right. I think a, a consistent hey, point. Yeah. Um. And Williams. Yeah, I don't know. You still got you still got George. Obviously, who's capable of of getting you points. Apparently, mm. I haven't seen it yet. Um, <laughs> and it was quite good today. Latifi is Mazda's pin, um, is the BTEC version. So, um, yeah, the more likable. Yeah, the more likable Mazda's pin. with a halo. So, until that Safina Foods <laughs> money runs out, um, you'll see him on the grid. But, yeah, I think I think they're, they're both very clearly the worst team. I think Alfa Romeo made a massive step because sometimes they would get mixed in with those guys, but I think I think they're clear. They're now. clear now, yeah. Yeah, but I still I still think Alpine might have, might have the edge on Alfa Romeo. 
Yeah, so that was my just, next on, just in terms of drivers. Really not sure. Mm. Uh, yeah, it, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. But I, I back Fernando to just have the know-how to to score them some big yeah. points. Yeah. So Hope we, so. we think that a little lost. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the the question is, I guess, do you think Alpine are they or Alpine are they? closer to you know the top of that midfield pack or no in a lower battle i think i think they'll end up below ferrari and aston martin mm, yeah i agree i'm really surprised by how how slow they are and i think it just vindicates um daniel ricardo's, ricardo's decision, decision absolutely um yeah. and obviously they, they had some structural changes from an organizational standpoint the serial leaving um, and you know they'll, they'll reshuffle around in terms of their team principles. So obviously something's yeah. changed in the, in the back, but you know the whole rebrand and everything. I expected them to come out with with a stronger package, um, mm. and they did, which is disappointing mm-hmm. to see. Yeah. But once again, there might be one of those teams with their eyes firmly on twenty twenty two. But um, I think there's some rumblings already um, building that you know I think it's very clear that Gasly doesn't see his future within the Red Bull within the Red Bull system. So I think that. Yeah. Um, if Ocon has a bad year, then that seat might have Gasly's name on it. Yeah. But, you you know, as much as, and we were talking about it today, watching the race, Matt, as much as Alonso is is a cunning old fox still, um, you so know, you can't really, yeah, but you can't <laughs> really be, be, be looking that far into the future with, you know, how old is he, a 38-year-old driver? I don't know, maybe that's harsh, but um, I don't think he, he's only, he's he's only two old, years older than Lewis. Perhaps, yeah. Maybe he just gives across day, that, but... that that old man vibe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the man, the man, the man has won Le Mans. He's he's he's, he's a world champion. He, the, the the guy can drive. Wow. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. no doubt about it. He proved. I, it I think I think the, 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 the what will be really interesting. I, I I'm pretty sure that Alpha Tauri is quite clear of Aston Martin and Ferrari this season in terms of the car. You think? Um, but okay. I, I, wonder, I wonder. I wonder. I wonder whether Ferrari could give Aston Martin a run for their money this year. I think they're quicker than them. I think they're quicker yeah. than them. Hmm. I think Aston Martin are more in the Alpine bucket. Yeah. Okay. What about ranking? Uh, what do we think? Um, um, I, I love a rank. A ranking. You know. Um, I'm a serial ranker. Um, <laughs> I think. I think we, we, we can all we can, Yeah. We can, we can all agree on Haas Williams. Alfa Romeo, Alpine, maybe working Pass, up. Alf- yeah, 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 yeah. I think that that works. Then it's then, I think, a little tricky. Yeah, I think Alpine. I don't know. Could, if, uh, Alpine yeah, could be I, better than that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I think. I think that's right. What I think. That? I think Aston Martin are quicker than Alpine. Yeah, and then I'd go. Um, and then I'd go, maybe Ferrari, and then Alpha Tauri, and then I think you have. Um, McLaren, McLaren, and then obviously Mercedes and Red Bull. One A, one B. I'm not, I'm not sure right now. I, th- no. I think, the, I think the Red Bull car's quicker. So yeah, let's let's go Red Bull first, Mercedes second. Cool. Um, Matt, do you agree with that? I, I think I do. Yeah, I think Perez, Perez and Bottas will be an interesting, an interesting sort of thing to look at this season in mm. terms of who's going to be bringing in more points for the team. Who's going to be bringing in more points? Yeah, I I'll side with Bottas for now, but um, we'll see. Maybe Bottas becomes disenchanted, and he's you know he's 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 got a lot of pressure, hasn't he? To this is Paul, you mentioned in the past. This this is a decisive year. Um, the seat's certainly not safe. It's not. It's not. 
Yeah, but I guess we can we, we can we can look forward to lots of midfield battles and a real a real two horse race at the front. But there's actually two horses in it now. Yeah, no, I think I think yeah, these two drivers are some of the best ever. I I, I like seems like so premature, but generally, oh, the, the Stappen is really up I'd, there. I put yeah. the Stappen already in in the top 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 tier category. Yeah. Like. He's 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 an all time elite. It's just he's an all time yeah. elite racing in the he just era needs of, the track of Hamilton record. dominance. Exactly, so he just like it. Yeah, it's literally like when LeBron and... James. <laughs> Weird analogy, but when LeBron James came into the league in the NBA, like he was very clearly by two thousand seven, two thousand eight, the best player in the league. But he just needed the, yeah. the titles and stuff to back. He it needed up, the but... pieces. So that's all Max has got to do now. I I yeah, I mean, and also times on Max's side. He he started young. Um, He's 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 still young. Um, he's got a he's, he's our age. That's that's the terrifying thing. That's yeah, scary. I don't even have my license. None of us. Oh no, Carly, you can drive. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can drive. Can you both not drive? Hey, I, don't I, worry I, about I, I me. Can, I can. Drive. Don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. Okay, no license though, man. Don't worry about me. No license. Don't worry about me. Uh, at least, maybe. I mean, uh, we we should get a double F passing session. See who comes out on top. Yes, <laughs> that'd be fun. Um, I might have the edge, seeing as I I've been out on the roads, but it's a very different thing. We we, we put we, a lot we, of time we, in we, on yeah. that. We I put a lot of time two, in on the simulator. Some... Oh so, yeah, yeah. We mix the two. We play some car football. Yeah, when, when, oh, we, wow. when we get big enough, when we get big enough, <laughs> when, when we've got a couple of when we have a couple of hundred quid to spare. Spend <laughs> out some awful cars. You've got uh you've got F one uh game experience, is that what you oh yeah I'm, I'm serious. Well, he's I'm already serious. writing speeches for Red Bull. I mean yeah. Yeah. One, lap pace. one lap pace is crazy. I've won like seven championships and pretty yeah, pretty well established guy. <laughs> yeah. No no joke. No joke. Well, guys, uh, always a pleasure. Um, it's been a while. And uh, to our listeners, thank you. And we will definitely provide more content going forward at a more consistent rate uh, Rate now that the, um, the racing is back. Uh, and football lovers will be back talking footy very soon. Um, maybe some word on the international break and look ahead to the Euros. But a mm. lot of exciting episodes uh, in the pipeline. Matt, Paul, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight.